0: We're live. We're live. We're live. We're live. We're live. We've, been, we've been live for four seconds already. As um, soon as that ticker starts, that means, yeah. that means you're live. You might not see yourself, but you're live. Things are happening. Um, so welcome to Dojo U Live, everyone. Uh, things are very exciting over here. Learning that self. Oh, there's my uh, obligatory uh, whatchamacallit there. Learning the, uh, what would you call it, third and fourth parts of all the blue bonnets are across the border. Kind of interesting.
1: Focusing on tonal quality and Good Scale nav this week.
0: Yeah, about that. Um, Tonal quality wasn't the best in my recordings this week, not going to lie. But we'll see. Um... We'll see what happens. Welcome to the viewers out there, Facebook Live. Make sure you chat in, let us know you're there. Say hi. And uh, I don't know, let's just get going. Let's get going on this. We didn't have a lot of recordings this week. People are lazy, they don't do their recordings, they don't make time for piping in their daily lives, and then they wonder why they're not getting better. So congrats to those who submitted a recording this week even if it wasn't your best work, because you are the one that's making time for it every week and you're the one that's gonna be getting better and better. So hats off to you. What's the opposite of kudos? That's what the people who did not submit this week receive.
1: (laughs) Anti kudos. It's like uh, black matter or, or dark matter in the universe.
0: Exactly. you like the dark matter version of kudos. Okay, let's uh, start with Anders. Um, All right. I got the goods on him. Here we go. is like um he is a he's he's one of those bagpipe cowboys you know he uh he didn't like how the end of the fourth part went back into it so he changed it up he played a little C pickup note going back into the fourth part no yes no third part
1: back into the third part
0: yeah back into the third part and um that was uh it was nice it was stylish I was saying on my um, I was saying on my class the other day. It must have been Monday. It's the third part. I was just saying, like, you definitely, by all means, should do that. Um, if I were solo competing with this tune, I I wouldn't do it. Um, not because it's not musical and cool, but just because, you know, this tune is so canonical that uh, you, you you would want to you would want to be careful, make, you know, making your own changes to it in front of a judge. So I would just play the three Ds in a row. Sorry, you know.
1: Run that word by me again.
0: Canonical.
1: Canonical. Yeah. What is canonical?
0: Of of the canon. So uh, you know. So canon. Canon is a word that would refer to like, you know, uh, accepted. Uh,
1: canon. It, I'm good with canon. <laughs> I, I don't know.
0: I don't know what the how to define the word canon, but but yeah. So canonical means that it's it's one of those tunes that everybody knows. It's not tr- it's different than what you might call traditional, like traditional would be, um, Scotland the Brave and Wings and stuff like that. Not Amazing Grace, by the way, uh, but it would be Scots Wha Those might be traditional tunes, but canonical means they're played so much around the community that everybody kind of knows how they go. So you just want to be you want to be when you make a change like that you want you want to be aware of uh the setting that you're in. You know. Yeah. Jim says in Facebook he says canonical nice. But that's what you're dealing with, right? You know, it's interesting. It is a nice word. But I'm not really trying to be fancy. It's also a necessary word in our world, right? Especially when it comes to solo competing. Because, um, because you'll go and you'll play. I remember this. I remember judging a, a contest, pretty big contest. And somebody, somebody came and played their own arrangement of Abercranny Highlanders. Um, and Abercarney Highlanders is a tune that is so well accepted for being like a great great tune and there's so many am- amazing twists and turns in it um, and it's just a-, a beautiful tune but very few deviations would ever really be acceptable there because it's such a classic tune so to show up and play your own arrangement of it in that particular setting is actually kind of really tacky so so uh being aware of what the Canon is and how you can change it. It's a very important thing. Like uh, people who know me know, I love messing around with stuff and changing it, Uh, but you have to know the setting, you know, and the changes you make, the changes you make have to be better than what the standard version is uh, as well. So you have to be careful. You gotta be able to, you you can't just do it because you wanna do it in some cases. Sure you can, Obviously, you can, but I'm just, you know, as far as what would be um, what would be respected, uh, it, it's like a tricky thing, and you have to be aware of like what tunes are particularly canonical. Um, so, you know.
1: So how did this individual end up uh, placing that day? It
0: wasn't a factor because the technique and the bagpipe were not good enough to begin with. So, uh, but. Let's say the technique was perfect and the bagpipe was perfect. No, no way. There's no way that we, you know, there's no way they could have, let's say, won the contest just because like it it deviated so far from like what, what is expected at that level. It's weird. It's weird to hear these words coming out of my mouth, but it's very true. Uh, It's very true. It's also, by the way, it's also um, like something I do a lot of is I do a lot of arrangements for pipe band medleys and I've done a lot of stuff over the years. And like understanding that, understanding what you can change effectively is like, it's a really interesting thing. I remember just another anecdote before we carry on. I remember a band playing in the grade one final and they played a classic reel, round. And it was like exactly the same as the regular reel was and they just played it round, like just perfectly square rhythm. And then they threw some harmonies in at the end and that's how their medley ended. It did not work. Uh, There was no like, like playing it round didn't add anything to the tune at all. And so it really didn't work. It really felt totally flat. And then meanwhile, there are bands that successfully do it, but like the context has to be right. The drum score has to be right. Uh, you know, you have to be able to understand and hear the why when you, when you make an arrangement. I thought, like I thought the change Anders made right here, just doubling back to what Anders did here. I thought it was really, really effective. and made a lot of musical sense, arguably better than the original, arguably. So I liked it, Just be, just be careful. If I were playing this tune in a solo competition, I I would not change it just to just to be like conservative and safe. Um, but I did really I really liked his change there. It was nice. After all that,
1: excellent. <laughs>
0: are you doing all mine first? Yeah,
1: are you ready for another?
0: Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, I
1: don't know. I was just throwing, sort of going up the list. Is this yours also?
0: Oh yeah. I'm ready though.
1: I'll I'll switch it up for the next one. Here we go.
0: Okay, there you go. Already. This is an example of, uh, not. this is not Beth's best work, uh, but she's submitted like 39 weeks in a row or something. Something awesome like that, so.
1: And and it's worth saying that it is really, I mean, there was moments where she was leading the beat for sure, but there's also moments where she was bang on and yeah. really doing a great job of uh, yeah. staying on the beat, so.
0: Let's go through some of this. Let's go through some of this. So look, the tuning was not good. It's not gonna be good enough, especially in this part. So this part is like 80% D, but the D was wildly sharp. Now, it's understandable you know, for a, an intermediate player to not get all those notes perfectly locked in. But when you, when you hear a note like that, you have to recognize, oh, wait a minute, something is really not right here. And then make a change. D is a nice safe note to just add some tape to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. D is a nice safe note to just add some tape to. Uh, add some tape on that D and you'll hear, okay, did it get worse or better? And, and by adding tape to the D, you'll hear, oh, that got better, you know, um, and, and just kind of like trial and error, try to get that a little bit more on the same page. D is nice in the middle of the scale. So, you're, you know, it's a nice safe note to just put some tape on. If all of the high hand notes are screaming sharp, you, you know, as we talk about a Dojo U, you know, that gets a little bit more interesting. We we have to, uh, we have to probably not add tape and maybe reseat the reed or something like that. But uh, the D was just really bad, really like bad tuning wise. Um, the rest of the notes on the chanter were okay, probably sharp to the drones overall. The drones themselves were okay, but but unfortunately the total package of the tuning was, was, really not, uh, was really not where we want it to be. And then probably like I've heard Beth blow way better tone obviously with way fewer chokes, but the tuning was like so disorienting. I get this as well, if the tuning's not right, it's really hard to blow solid uh, and then compound that with the fact that most of this is on the left hand as well. It makes it really, really hard to get good tonal quality so so those two things really suffered, and then like you can kind of reverse engineer what the fingerwork is gonna be when when the sound of the pipe isn't pleasing um you know so you're gonna lose you're gonna take your eye off the ball of a lot of stuff, and some of the stuff was good scale navigation was great, like Carl said, rhythmic accuracy was pretty good um and then the embellishments were not where we want them to be. And then the biggest thing that I think you could improve right away is just play all these dot cut rhythms, right? All these classic six, eight rhythms, play them all the same. And uh, you know, you just really drifted off into roundness here. So, uh, so unfortunately it kind of was a perfect storm that, that led to uh, a pretty low score for Beth this week. But, uh, but I think getting the bagpipes sound better you know is gonna bring you right back up close to a 60 i think really quick so
1: yeah, yeah good job beth keep up the, the work and get those those pipes more more in tune as you yeah. are working away at that
0: yeah it's great to have a mentor right i mean right,
1: well, you ready for another
0: yeah so as far as the pipe sound goes right if you're an intermediate get a mentor don't get a mentor don't like and your mentor shouldn't be your pipe major unless your pipe majors pipes actually sound good right but for intermediates get a mentor it doesn't you don't have to go for like you don't have to go for private lessons with bruce gandy you could do that you don't have to though You, you just find a mentor whose pipes always sound really really nice and like make sure that that um they're hearing your pipes on a regular basis and and maybe helping you and you know if you have a super sharp D, that person's gonna be like, yo, we gotta fix that D. Um, and uh and and just getting some hands-on help with your tuning can go a long way as well. It's like anything. Uh sometimes it's just sometimes you sometimes you miss the sometimes you miss the obvious because you're so worried about all the million and one things that you have to be aware of. Actually, in the do at the dojo, it's only 25. We calculated it last week. But you're doing all the things that you gotta you know, you, you kinda you kinda miss something and then and then that can really unravel the whole ball of string. That's all I got. Let's do the next one.
1: All right, here we go. Here comes Sue.
0: Sue says, we need more people submitting, so there isn't time for mine. There you go. You heard it from Sue. Come on, guys. It's time to man up, send in some submissions. Um, so I thought that was really nice. You know, what's interesting about playing a tempo really nice and slow like that is uh, it takes a long time to finish, and Sue held it together for a very long period of time. So um, it's almost like you need bonus points for that uh yeah that read is how much tape is on the high g there and my guess is quite a bit a whole lot yeah i mean that's causing a lot of the weird squeaky sounds on the grace notes uh but and then you if you under blow some of the squeaky notes go away but then you have a whole bunch of chokes uh, and then you have a choke, and then the reaction is to suddenly blow harder again, and then you have big, giant, well, overloaded and sounds. And that's the E that's really collapsed. The E's not collapsed so much, it's that she's, when she's overblowing on the E, it's, it's causing a giant distortion sound. That, that sound is, is caused by overblowing. So, throw that reed out, put a new one in. It's that simple. might not be that simple but that's what you My should
1: connection do. just like dropped out there big time i i, I heard you but i didn't want to speak because it was looking pretty dicey there for a moment
0: uh sue said i just got back from a town 15 feet lower 1500 feet lower than mine it was better, but right back to awful at home. Yeah. So, um, Andra Stoller, who is from like Colorado and does high altitude stuff, she's had some success with Adrian Melvin's reads cause he can make like reads sort of uh, catered to high altitudes. So you should send Adrian an email and tell him, I need some really easy beginner reads that would, will work well at high altitude. his reads are called Melvin Reads. I've heard that. That's uh that's just a rumor. I don't know if it's true, but I've been told that. So uh, I would start by sending him an email. There you go. Roberta's got that sea level sound. All right, who's up next there, Carl? Carl's French internet connection is uh pretty uh I think it's it's lagging
1: depends whether you can hear me or not
0: yeah Um, John Holcomb looks like he's up next go ahead press play whenever you're ready there Carl
1: yeah I'm back now yeah (laughs) here we go
0: yeah it's pretty good what what was his total score yeah it was a it was a good performance overall what i the tuning was really close to being great, but you just didn't get the tenors in tune with each other like i don't know what's up with that The chanter was really nicely in tune with the drones kind of as a unit, but the drones weren't locked, so you know you just kind of you're just kind of um you're lost in limbo there with the sound, which is too bad because it was really close to being great. Um, but I agree with the rest of what Carl's got here. A few late moments, a few awkward rhythmic moments, yeah. Doubling, grace note size, it's too big, yep. Doubling's not 100% clean, separate the steps, throw. Step one, too big, yeah, and way before the beat, and we talked about that in class. So some stuff to work on and to workshop, but overall, it was a nice performance, John. Really nice. After recording, I found moisture on the middle drone read. Yeah, Carl's definitely frozen. Bum you know frozen song? Um all right. Looks like he's coming he's trying to come back, but the old version of himself is still there. Okay, how about What do you think? Let's do. You uh, pulling up another one? Yeah. Who should we do? Ken. Who Ken?
1: Uh, we don't have Ken this week.
0: Oh, what did I just upload then?
1: No. I don't know. It have been last week's.
0: Uh, yeah, you're. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Here we go. Yeah. So how about Hart? Yeah, we have Hart and Roberta left, and that's it, right?
1: Correct. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, okay. Here we go. Here comes Hart. Carl, you're, you you got to put his score up, right? I like it. You know what I like about that performance is it's clear he got the pipes out. He got ready. He pressed the red button. Then he played. And then when he was done, he pressed the red button again. I love it. My guess is he went on with his day after that. Uh yeah, good performance. Uh there was a lot of stuff that wasn't great. But nothing was bad at all. You know, and don't discount how important that kind of is you know it's like just Mm -hmm. just don't do anything stupid and um and that constitutes a great baseline uh for a performance sometimes you know what i mean it's the same in the band like you don't have to you don't have to have a perfect run through you just have to avoid any of the really bad things happening and you have to do some of the basic things really well and that would i think that's a definition of this performance for me working backwards yeah the tuning wasn't great but it wasn't drastically out enchanter was okay against the drones agree yeah like blowing issues but no major chokes you know no major disturbing surges or anything so nice solid it was it was not perfect we want it to be more solid but nothing terrible happened uh dot cut quality and consistency uh a bit on the round side at times this i I liked it overall i thought it was a nice consistent approach embellishment quality doublings i think the score could be argued to be a tiny bit lower than this i didn't love his d throws and stuff but again again not bad yeah d throws were not great and then the f doublings some of them were really really wide open like need to be more concise but you never know uh, grace note quality pretty good watch out for grace notes that are too big rhythmic accuracy a little bit ahead at times but mostly right on and then scale navigation um, I thought the score could have been higher like he did have a whole coverage issue in the fourth part but it sounded a little fluky to me like maybe it was the exception and not the rule so I, I think the score is right on um, and uh, yeah. that's how you do it that's how you do it you know
1: there, there is there were some moments, just to come back to rhythmic accuracy, there were some moments where I was like, wow. I mean, every doubling and in strike in, like the, in bars one, two, and three of the first line was like perfectly aligned with metronome. It's just like the G-grace note disappeared. It was really cool. Now, there were some moments across yeah. the head, but then there were some that were just bang on, and that's uh, exactly what you want to look for and yeah. re- produce more consistently.
0: Yeah, that's the name of the game. That's the name of the game, so heart, really nice job out there. Uh, Roberta is like Roberta's recording is on another planet, but like as far as um as far as the intermediate players go, you definitely won the week with that. That was nice, partially just because you submitted and you weren't a lazy bum. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm too busy. I'm too busy to like play my pipes. 45 seconds I'm too busy can't do it this week
1: five come on
0: (laughs) um yeah so so literally like you get the pipes going whip the drones in tune real quick how long does it take to reach over and press the red button like one second and then you play for one minute and then it takes another one second to reach the red button over and then you're right you know what you're right it might take two and a half minutes to upload the file to Dojo U. So, you're too busy to take five minutes to just keep the train going. You have permission to create junk. Not everything has to be a masterwork. Especially when you know you're super busy this week and your mind is in other places, it's still really important to go through the motions so that it becomes a habit, it becomes part of your week, it becomes, you know, uh, built in. Imagine if like a pilot was like getting ready to start flying United airplanes and, but he just had a couple weeks where he just didn't have time to practice leading up, you know, that'd be, you wouldn't want to get on that airplane. It'll be
1: fine. I'll just whip my drones into tune. It'll be fine.
0: Or I love those. There's those commercials where the, where like the woman is on the screen and she's like, I'm really sorry, but I have to take a sick day today. And then it pans over to the person she's talking to, and it's like like her baby, and the baby's like, "What are you talking about? No days off here <laughs> um, the piping kind of needs to be that way when you get really busy, do you stop brushing your teeth right No, you don't and and, and piping at least a little bit every day should be. You know not doing it should be just as disgusting as not brushing your teeth, you know does it happen yeah does it happen are there days you don't brush your teeth? Let's admit it, folks admit it out there admit it there's there's probably a day or two each year. It just doesn't happen, you know, so you know yeah, that's the
1: dentist rec- recommends at least five minutes of bagpiping a day
0: exactly well, yeah exactly or five out of six dentists recommend a tune a day i like that that's a that'd be a great dojo geek t-shirt
1: it would be Uh, good fun All all right shall we keep going should we listen to roberta we should
0: somebody pulled the plug on her bagpipe at the end <laughs> um, so my thought at the you end a
1: pressure valve, you pull.
0: yeah when you're playing solo on your bagpipes right don't worry about the cutoff worry about finishing the tune well so what happened there is roberta nailed the cutoff beautiful cutoff but you don't need to and you kind of rushed and crammed the last phrase of the tune in there because you're trying to get your cutoff good you know like don't be fancy Just finish the tune really, really well, and then you do a couple of I'm done now notes, and then stop your pipes. Um, No, that's how you stop on a march if you play in a pipe band. As a solo player, stops don't get you any points. Okay, so, uh, and then meanwhile you lost points here because you didn't play the end of the tune well before you stopped kind of rushy and not blown well, crushed doublings. Don't do that. Um, Yeah, there were some inconsistencies in how you were playing and how you were blowing here, but overall it was really, really nice. Thoughts?
1: Yeah. Thoughts? um, Just a couple of small specific things. Uh, I I agree with what's here already, but um, watch out for your B strikes. You yeah, a rolling crossing noise on those B strikes in the third part.
0: That's right. I forgot to mention that in my and score and that sheet. Just
1: takes a little bit of time for me. You have to aim with your pinky there, right? Um, and and yeah, that makes it hard. The only other thing I would say is you know keep working on on separating the two steps of those strikes just a tiny bit more so that they're clear. It could be a little bit crushed in some moments, but I mean super enjoyable, very very enjoyable tempo and and bagpipes so you know I don't think I can add much more there good job yes yeah. <clears throat> six recordings this week it's uh, I mean it makes art job quicker but less fun right nah. I love to no it's you guys. it's more fun recordings.
0: it's more fun to be done in 40 minutes not gonna lie way more fun
1: I never, I'm trying to help here. Like, <laughs> come on, guys! Submit recordings. If if you really wanna, if you wanna make Andrew work super hard, and me, but if you wanna make us work really hard, submit your recordings, um, so that we can, we can go over them and then critique them live, give you feedback. And then you get better, and then the whole world is happy because we have good bagpipers.
0: On the plus side, we all learned a new word this week: Can, the canon, canonical. Sure.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, the word "canon" is used a lot in um, the word "canon" is used a lot in like the geek world as well. Like uh, you know, I think it was fresh in my mind because there's a lot of like Game of Thrones canon. You know, things that are true about the story. But like some elements have been modified as they created the show, and that's pretty common. It's pretty nerdy. Like uh, some things have been modified from the books to the show. But then like, you know, when HBO does like spin-off Game of Thrones shows or when now that they have the new Harry Potter movies that are spinning off the books, or like Star Wars, you know, there's always big disputes over whether or not modifying the canon is acceptable. You know, it's kind of the same in piping though, right? Kind of the same in piping. Um, and uh, yeah, you should only, you should, you should modify the cannon, but only if it really produces something awesome, you know? musical or or gives you a fresh look at how great the melody is you know just taking a classic reel and playing it round means nothing but if you play it round and suddenly there's like really cool rhythms that that pop out as a result you know or uh or something along the lines or maybe you could throw in some some hornpipe triplings in there in like interesting spots to like really bring out a whole new element of the tune. Or, uh, if you play, um, retreat, March as a slow air, you know, uh, in my opinion, that can sometimes be really, really good. Um, or, uh, if you play a three, four March, but, in but change it to a four, four March, you know, which allows like a whole different style of drum score to be played over top of it that could be really, really interesting. Um, you know, but, but it, it's only interesting if it works. You know, sometimes you do it just to see if you can, and you do, but it's not actually very good, that you gotta throw it out. It's kinda like when you spend a week breaking in a new read. Sometimes you still gotta throw it out. Even though you spent a week on it, it doesn't sound good, so that's life. Try again,
1: yeah, Th- those are difficult weeks, but if, yeah, yeah necessary nevertheless.
0: It's getting to be that time of year i i I'm, I'm holding out I'm holding out until the weather gets warmer to do really like deep work on my bagpipes. Um, hopefully it'll get nice and warm soon, and then um, but then it'll be that season for me. It's like, oh. This cane reed is not good enough. Throw it in the bin. Th- Chuck another one in. You know, doesn't matter how long you spent on it. Yeah. We well, gotta dee find dee dee one dee that dee works. Then <laughs> uh, Then you're good until. Uh, that drone. Then you're good until the week after the Worlds, where you like don't practice your bandpipes anymore, and they all dry out, and then they're ruined. I have a plan to combat that this year. Okay, that's it, folks, right? I think good show. Short show today. (laughs) What's that? Oh, you're joking. That's my special plan?
1: You're like, all right, we're cutting the show off. (laughs) Yeah. Uh.
0: My special plan is... Uh, to use the the new tone protector, drone protector things that Yori has come out with. Uh, so as soon as the Worlds is over, I put all the drones in those things to keep them from drying out while I go on my post-Worlds vacation. And then, um, you know, that'll keep them alive for quite a while, even though I'm doing very limited playing. And like, maybe I can, um, maybe like survive the winter, maybe the last another season or something or at least the beginning of the next season or something would yeah. be pretty neat. Okay. Uh, highly recommended by the way, all the tone protector products are really, really cool. Go to ToneProtector.com. Don't be a dweeb. Don't hold out because you think you're special. It's a really, really good product and helps keep those reads in in a nice equilibrium, acclimatized state, regardless of whether it dries out overnight or whether it got super wet the last time you played. It's really cool. There you go, little plug. Loving it. All right.
1: Unsponsored.
0: <laughs> Un- yeah, this uh, I'm not paid to say that. But that reminds me. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, so uh, I'm not paid to say that. I am paid to say Guys, if you want to get better at bagpipes, sign up for Dojo U. It's not rocket science. Sign up for Dojo U. Make a little recording of yourself once a week. Get critiqued. Come on in some of the live classes. Workshop your stuff a little bit every day. And, uh, you know, three weeks from today, you're going to be so much happier. Because your piping is actually headed in the right direction. And uh, you've seen some of the people who have played. If you know them, ask them. Listen, what they think. Okay. Don't ask them too hard, though. Ask them once, get the party line, and then don't ask them again. All right. <laughs> um, in their contracts, they only have to give me a positive review the first time they're asked. So. All right, I'm stopping the stream now. Bye-bye stream.